Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm Lily. We are so happy that you're here. Here at HBC, we believe that we can dream big because we serve a big God. And it doesn't matter what your past may look like, you still have a bright future. So open up your heart and receive. As I was preparing for this service and what the Lord would have me bring to you today, I could not help but have a lot of things replay in my mind of what I've heard lately. I've heard so many people talk about how stressed out they are. Has anyone ever felt stress in your life? Raise your hand. And the rest of you are stressing me because you're lying. Because right? <laughs> we, we all have, have felt that. Now, I'm going to set a few ground rules. I believe that I am is a very important statement that we make. I believe that we should be careful of what we say after we use the words I am. And the reason is because Proverbs 18.21 says that the power of death and life, or, or it actually says, excuse me, death and life are in the power of the tongue. How many know that your tongue is a powerful, powerful member of your body? Yeah. Men, you can you can just you can win the lottery by saying the right words to your wife, or you can end up on the couch by saying the wrong words to your wife. We have to know that death and life is in the power of what we speak. So I would very I'm not I'm not condemning anyone today. I'm not talking down to you because we've all made these mistakes. But today I would highly recommend that you don't say I am stressed. You can say things like, you know what, this stress has got to go in the name of Jesus. You can speak to it according to Mark 11, 22, 23, 24. It says you can speak to the mountain. How many know that stress can be a mountain in your life? So, so getting ready for this message, I Googled. How many love Googling? Yeah. Yeah. I love the Google stuff. Did you find out how much money people got in everything? <laughs> you Google. But I Googled these words. What does stress do to the body? Somebody say this with me first. Somebody say, I am a spirit. I live in a body. And I possess a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, your intellect. So on the body, what stress does, it can cause headaches. And, and all I did was copy and paste this. I'm just reading to start with this morning. I'm just reading what I It can cause headaches, muscle tension or pain, chest pain, fatigue. Stomach upsetness, sleep problems, getting sick easier due to stress, deteriorating your immune system. And then, what does stress do to your mood? Oh, goodness. It causes anxiety, it causes restlessness, a lack of motivation or focus. It causes memory problems. It causes feeling overwhelmed, grumpiness, 
or anger. I didn't even have to. I didn't have to Google that one. It causes a feeling of being overwhelmed. It causes sadness and depression. And what does stress do to your behavior? And I'm, I'm still just reading what I Google. It causes you to overeat. Or it causes you to undereat. It causes anger outbursts. It causes drug and alcohol abuse. It causes tobacco abuse. It causes causes you to avoid friends and stay at home. How many know that Satan would love to get you secluded to where you don't believe that you have anybody on your side? Yeah. It causes you to exercise less. Some of you are thinking, I stopped exercising and it wasn't due to stress. <laughs> So how do you deal with stress as a Christian? I love the scripture that I found. I'm, I'm reading out of the the uh, the Passion Translation. If you want to flip over in your device, but it's in Psalm 94:19, and I love how it's written. It says, "Whenever my busy thoughts were out of control." The soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. See, life can be filled with stress because life is filled with uncertainties. As Christians, we have the assurance that we're not alone navigating through difficult times. But through faith, and the reliance on God. How many relies on God? Amen. I hope you do. And I'm telling you right now, when stress comes, sometimes we stop, unfortunately, relying on God because we try to fix it. I don't know about you, but I'm a, I'm a person who likes to fix things. If my children are in trouble, I like to fix it. If, if my family, if, if my job, if my church, if my wife, whatever is having issues, I like to fix it because I care for them deeply. But sometimes when we get in the mode of letting fix it, it causes stress because in honest, all honesty, there's some things you can't fix. So we have to rely on God through faith. And we find strength in the middle of life's stresses. Oh my goodness, we live in a place today where teenagers, when they are stressed, they go into a place on the internet, they go into this place in their room. They go into this place of relying on on community, but it's not always it's not always the right community. That's right. I'm not against internet. I'm not against uh, phones. If you saw me, uh, probably 95 percent of the time, I've got this in my hand doing something with it. I'm not against that at all. But we find these vices. To deal with stress. We find these relationships. To deal with stress. We find these perversions. To deal with stress. Men. Go to the internet. To pornography sites. To deal with stress. We find people going to. And I've said this over and over. And I always like to say this. Because I'm not against psychologists and 
and, and psychiatrists, my, my family, my, my brother, brother-in-law and sister are both doctors of psychology. I'm not against that at all. But instead of allowing that to be the first step, why don't we use the first step that we have to go to prayer, to go to the Word, to go to God. And as a matter of fact, just like I believe that He directed me to call that factory direct the other day, I believe that, I believe that He gave me that idea. It was a good idea. It was a great idea, as a matter of fact, for our church. So I believe it was God. I hadn't thought about it before. We had dealt with this for over a week at that time. I had never thought about that. And all of a sudden it popped in my head. And just like he can give me that idea for that, when you go to God with the stress that has been presented to you and you are dealing with, I believe that he can give you an idea of how to get through it, get over it, get done with it. And I believe that he'll give you the power to say, greater is he that is within me yeah. 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 Come on. than he that is in the world. Amen. So I've got... Got a few things I want to give you today. If you take your notes, write this down. When you are feeling the stresses of life, seek God's presence and rest in Him. Psalm 46, verse 10. Surrender your anxiety. Be still and realize that I am God. How many is glad that He is God? Amen. Somebody said he's got all by himself. Yeah. <laughs> he don't need your help. He don't need my help. He is well able to take care of anything I submit to him. He's well able to take my anxiety that I have carried around and I've, I've petted and I've, oh, I, I just don't know what I'm going to do with this. Listen, I'm not belittling that. Let me tell you something. Stress will cause physical things to happen to your body. And I'm telling you right now that I am going to trust God for the things that I can't do anything about. Because if I try to do something that about something that I really can't affect, I'm just going to end up more stress. But it says, surrender your anxiety. Be still and realize that I am God. I am God above all the nations. And I'm exalted throughout the whole earth. See, in the middle of life's chaos, it's crucial to seek God's presence and then rest in Him. Take time to be still before God. One thing, one thing that causes my stress level to start to rise is when things start becoming chaotic around me. How many love peace? So you know what I have to do? I have to find a place. I had about four people raise their hand. I said, how many like peace? We all want peace, right? So we got to use the intelligence, the knowledge, the wisdom, the ability, God's direction, the Holy Spirit to find that place of peace. Yes, amen. That's why why I like to say, get up every morning and get your soul happy. How do you get your soul happy, Pastor Jackie? Some days I turn on preaching to get my soul happy. And some days I turn on Matt Dillon to get my soul happy. <laughs> A.K.A. Gunsmoke. Some days I turn on country music to get my soul happy. Because country music just cramps my crank. I don't know what it does for you if you don't like it. 
I'm very sorry for you because you're missing out on the best music in the world. And I've got the microphone and you can say, oh, no, but that's the one I'm going <laughs> But my point is, whatever it is, whatever it is wholesome, whatever it is that, that brings you joy, whatever it is that, because your soulish realm is affected by the things around you. Somebody says something to you. It goes into your soulless realm, which is your mind, your will, your intellect, your understanding. Somebody says something good to you or bad to you. So we have to be able to find that place that we get in that still, stillness that we need before God. Recognize His sovereignty. How many glad that we serve a sovereign God? He has power over every situation. Now, I believe in the sovereignty of God, but I don't believe that He's He's controlling everything. Let me let me explain. Some of y'all probably going, please do. I do not believe that God controls everything. If He controlled everything, He would have not given us a free will. Because as sad as this sounds, you can flat out go to hell if you want to. He gives you that option. He gives you the option to choose the day. Nehemiah 18, I try to do this every day to my children. I send a text out and I say, this is the day that the Lord has made. And our little ritual that we started 30 years ago is, they'll say back to me, I will rejoice and be glad in it. Although I need to talk to them, we've started this hearting stuff. <laughs> and that ain't going to cut it. If, if you've got to say, and I will rejoice and be glad. <laughs> I know we're in the new age of, uh, but anyway. <laughs> but we have a choice to make. That's right. Come on. We can make a choice. God, here, here's all I'm going to say about this, and I'm going to get back to it. If God was in control of everything, and if he was controlling everything, there would never be another murder. There would never be another rape. There would never be another, another sin committed on the earth. He gives us a free will to choose him, to choose life, or to choose death. And today I'm telling you that when we get in that secret place, that quiet place, that we recognize his sovereignty, that he empowers us with to make the decisions that produces good things, then through prayer, through meditation. How many meditate on God through the day? And you should start that. If it's if you're driving to work, take 10 minutes and just, just purposefully meditate on how good God is. You say, how do I do that? You, you close your mouth and you start thinking thoughts like, God, you're my healer. God, you're my restorer. God, I remember back when I was here and you brought me here. Thank you, Jesus. Just start meditating on the goodness of God. Spend time in His Word. Find guidance and His strength. See, trusting in God's character and learning to lean in, in on His presence brings a sense of calm and allows you to overcome stress. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Here's another thing to write down. Give the, the anxiety to God. Just give it to Him. In 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, Pour out all your worries and stress upon Him and leave them, leave them there. For He always tenderly cares for you. As Christians, 
today. We can give all the anxiety and worry to the Lord. I said, as Christians, we can give all the anxiety and worry to the Lord. As a Christian, you can lay down all the anxiety and worry before the Lord. I know how resistant the world is to that statement, so I just want it to permeate a minute in this room. You, as a Christian, have the power to lay down all the anxiety and stress with the Lord and give it to Him to sleep with that. Say, how do I do that? You know what? You find the technique, and I'm not sure what the technique that you need to use is, but I know you can because in Philippians 4.13 it says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So I believe we've got to give the anxiety to God. Recognize that God cares. How many believe that God cares for you today? There's people that don't know that. There's people that are hopeless. There's people that don't believe in God in this world. And the last thing we need to do is beat them upside the head with a Bible. You know what we need to do? We need to love them. We need to care for them. Well, they do the bad things. We need to fight. No, the Bible, the Word says, the battle is not mine. The battle is thine. Thus saith the Lord. And I believe that our job is to love people. You say, oh, you can't love everybody. Yes, you can. You just got to know how to control your emotions and check out when they start getting ugly. Come on. Come on. That's right. Oh, because if you don't, then you'll shoot them. Because <laughs> we do live in an open care state. I'm only being serious. You can't do what I'm saying and not walk under the power of the influence of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me say that. But I choose to allow Him to influence my thoughts. Yeah. I choose to allow Him to influence my actions. Is it because I always feel like doing this stuff? No. It's because I believe and trust in His sovereignty yeah. and I'm willing to trust His actions more than my actions. So instead of feeling like i got to wave my finger in somebody's face and tell them how sorry they are, I'm going to shut my mouth when I need to. Now, I'm not asking you to be some kind of weak person. Because I don't consider myself a weak person. I am well able, ready, and very capable of speaking up for myself. And have. And will. But there's times that you really just have to swallow that big lump called pride and let your light shine. Because all you're proving is that you're a man. You're a woman. Whatever you are, you're God's first. Amen? Rather than allowing stress to overwhelm you, you're called to surrender your concerns to God through prayer. When you entrust your troubles to Him, you can experience His peace. And i got to tell you, His peace, somebody say, His peace, His peace. surpasses all things that I understand. You can write this down. Cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Do you know 
When you get ready to plant a garden, you have to cultivate the earth. In other words, you don't walk out one day and go, oh, it's sowing time, so I'm just going to throw these seeds in there, and then you go out in a few months and have a harvest of vegetables. You, you, don't, you don't just walk out one day and you throw it out there and it just pops up. You have to cultivate the ground. So to say, get an attitude of thankfulness or gratitude, you have to cultivate that. Because yeah. we live in a world that is not thankful. Yeah. We live in a world that I stopped watching the news a long time ago because they get evidently higher ratings out of scaring us. <laughs> He said, well, there is a lot of bad news in the earth. There's a lot of good news in the earth. There's a lot of good news in the earth. I refuse to listen to all bad news. I refuse. Why? Because it affects me. It affects how I treat my children. It affects me. It affects how I treat my wife. It affects how I treat people that I meet on the street. Why? Because my stress level goes up. If I'm relying on uh, Dow Jones... For my as my source, if I'm relying on Wall Street, if I'm relying on my job as my source, then my stress level goes up when I find out that pink slips are being passed out in most corporations today. But when I understand that when I go over to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and it talks about how the favor of God and the blessing, somebody say the blessing, the blessing of God belongs to me because I'm a I'm an heir of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm a spiritual heir of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I go to Philippians 4.19 and it says, My God shall supply all my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, if I listen to that, it's not that I'm not uh, prayerful about the world. It's not that I'm not prayerful for people's jobs. It's not that I'm not... But I'm not going to allow... The stress of that to affect my joy. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And if I'm walking around listening to every head that's talking on the television, on YouTube, on social media, wherever. If I'm listening to that and that's all I'm feeding my spirit. I'm not, I'm not cultivating a, a spirit of gratitude. I'm cultivating a spirit of fear. Develop the habit of recognizing God's faithfulness. Do you understand? And you can ask anybody in my family. When I roll up to a, a place and I get a good parking spot, I don't say, oh, yay. I say, thank you, Jesus, for a good parking spot. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. If I make extra money, you know what I do? I say, thank you, Jesus. If I, if I know that I have escaped an accident, I say, thank you, Jesus. When my son walked out of a car that was turned on its head uh, two weeks ago, I said, thank you, Jesus. Because I know who to be thankful for. And that cultivates an attitude of thankfulness to go farther. Gratitude enables us to find joy and contentment despite the stresses of your life. It's important where you are. It's important where you are. When you pray about a job, money should not be the number one thing you pray about. In the book of Genesis, the word declares that God created places before he created people. 
Therefore, places are important. Your stress, this, it's not your stress, excuse me, I'm trying to give you something that ain't yours. <laughs> the stress level in your life will be elevated when you're not in the right place. You're right. You're right. Galatians 6.2. I'm going to read it from the Amplified Version. Galatians 6.2. Carry one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the requirements of the law of Christ. That is the law of Christian love. Galatians 6.2 in the, in the Passion Translation, it says, Love empowers us to fulfill the law of the Anointed One as we carry each other's troubles. I'm telling you right now, find the right community. Yeah, come on, come on. Yes, yes. How many ever been married to the wrong person? Okay. Find the right place you're supposed to be. How many have ever been in a job that you made lots of money, but it was the wrong place to be? Yeah. Amen. Find the right place. Do you know there's something about? Going into my house, the house that I live in right now, I've only lived there for uh, going on two years. I lived in the prior place for over 25. But because we sold our house at the right time, at the God time, when I say right, I mean the God right time. Amen. And he immediately, in a market two years ago, y'all remember how hot the market was? It still is not too cool, but. But two years ago, it was nuts. Two weeks from the day that I sold my house, I had no idea where I was going to buy. I just knew that I was making a lot of money from somebody who's moving here from California. Praise you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> two weeks, I walked on the property and it was ours. Paid cash for it. So thankful for that. Amen. And today, I can be on that property and I feel the peace of God. Is it because I plan on staying there the rest of my life? Probably not because I'm going to make money on that one too. Yes. But, it's where God has for me today. Yeah. You know, there's a scripture that says today is the day of salvation. Yeah. You understand that's not just about being saved for eternity and going to heaven and not going to hell. That's not just talking about that. Your salvation is on a daily basis. And I don't mean you get re-saved every day. I mean your peace. There's a fight for your peace every day. Yeah. But the salvation of the Lord is for you today. There's a fight for your joy. The devil wants to rob you of your joy because if he can take your joy and stop your power. But today is the day of salvation and you can work out that joy. Why? You find the right place to be in. Amen. I believe High Praises Church is the right place. I can walk into this building and I, I'm just, I feel peace. Amen. And, and, and it goes to that whole thing of peace that surpasses understanding. I don't really understand all that. 
because this is also, as much as it's my church, it's my job. And how many know that there's opportunity for stress anytime that you are leading a company or leading a, 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 a group of people? Uh, if you don't know that, there is. And there's all kinds of things that I deal with all the time. But this is one of the most peaceful places I'm ever at. Why? Because it's the right place. There are different moments of our life. During moments of stress, it's essential to be a part of the right Christian community. Together, we can lift and strengthen one another. Just like it says in Galatians 6.2, love empowers us to fulfill the law of the anointed. One, as we carry each other's trouble. Together, we lift each other up. How do I deal with stress, Pastor? It's not by going to the liquor store. Because once you come off that high, you're still going to have the same stuff in your life. Yeah. It's not by going and finding a, 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 a companion for the evening. Because when that pleasure is over, you're going to have the same stress looking you in the face. It's not by going to the doctor and prescribing pills. That will take you to another place. There again. I'm not against doctors. You know I'm not. But that should not be our fix for stress. We should carry our burdens to the Lord. Which produces stress. And cast them at His feet. Because that's what the Word of God says. And understand that we're in a community. And in the place where people will love us. And undergird us. And walk with us. And you know, I'm at the place in my life if people walk away from me, thank God for a while they were there. And if they walked away, then God has either someone else or He has the power within me that I can walk by myself for a minute. That's good. Amen. As a pastor, I have stressed so many times when somebody left the church. I have let the stress level just get up to here because, number one, I love people. Number two, I didn't do anything to it. A lot of them that left, hopefully none of them, but I guarantee you, most of them I have. But because they didn't like the way I wore my shoes or whatever it was that day, and I'm not mad at anybody, but I have allowed, as the pastor of the church, I've allowed the stress of that because how many know that everything that goes along and it'll go along good and bam, something will happen. Do you think that's by happenstance? It's life. I can tell you it's life, but I believe that Satan will listen and he knows every word that's coming out your mouth. And when you start relying too much on people, if there's a a chink in the armor anywhere that he can get in, he'll find that place, he'll cause distress, and he'll bring you to a place of sickness. He'll bring you to a place of sadness. But I'm telling you today, greater is he that is within me. And I just feel that there's people in this place. I felt this when I was putting this message together. And I know this is not a jump up on the back of the pews and run and that kind of message. But it's a message that will bring you to that place. It's a message that will bring you freedom. To where you can walk out of here. And you can leave the stress. 
and you can walk free. Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday night chapels at 6.30. We would love for you all to stay connected, so go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So, so join, join the, the fam! fam.